All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dave, nice to visit with you. How's it going? Oh, great! I was just um, I was just buying my Manuel Margot jersey. <laughs> oh, no. This is the guy we've been waiting for. All it, everything. I mean, this will finally everyone can stop talking about how few moves and how little money the Twins are spending this off season. Manuel Margot. Basically, this guy is a little bit of insurance for Byron Buxton, and the Twins were trying to get a right-handed hitting outfielder which is sort of a weak spot so he's he's i was very targeted at, uh yeah. acquisition here well and i was looking at his statistics in in the break there again you know kind of comparing him to michael a taylor because right i think we all thought michael a taylor outplayed his contract last year i thought he played really well that was the play. buzz for sure when we were it's down incredible. at spring training that the twins were uh gonna get michael a taylor yeah and i and i don't know how much he was asking but but too much probably uh, clear, yeah. yeah. Well, the positives are, it, it, at the very least, I believe Margot is a bit younger by about three years. I think he's 29. Yeah. How old is Michael A. Taylor? Michael A. Taylor's 32, which I was actually surprised oh. when I had found that out because I didn't think he, he certainly looks young for his uh What's with the spry. A, by the way? What, you know, I mean, what's that about? It, it. I guess Michael Taylor is maybe a little too generic. Seems fine to right? me. Be like fine. Michael B. Jordan, the have, actor. Have a... <laughs> I know a guy, Michael E. Jordan, who we ran into down in Florida. It's weird. I mean, you got it if your if your name's Michael. Jordan, what's your you middle? What's your ahead. middle name? Mine? Yeah. I don't talk about that much. Uh, oh, you know, it's uh, Elias. It is Elias. Not everybody knows that. That's a little bit of a secret. So you could be David E. Schwartz. Only if I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> so if if you go with a middle initial, doesn't it make you sound like you're the executive producer of a 1970s sitcom? Like that's just sort of what it—that's what it evokes for me. Either that or a uh, a lawyer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like a personal injury lawyer. Not that there's anything wrong with them. No. No. We'd welcome a a, a sponsor. Are you Ryan? trying to get my spot my segment sponsored again? Yeah. Let's go, David E. Maybe. Schwartz. Brought to you by you know right whatever. Fill it in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you I know, got us off on a tangent. I a little, yeah, he's he's good. He is he is Michael A. Taylor Part Two. Um, the salary's right. It doesn't cost them much. It gives them the insurance they need. What's interesting to me, once again, is the words and the narratives say Byron Buxton's ready to go, full season. It's all there. Yeah. But the uh, the moves that are made and the money that's spent, and I always follow the money in sports. Sure. Tells me. We'll see if Buxton really is. Yeah, they don't know. Be. How could they know? They don't. They don't. And this is smart. They got themselves, you know, they got they got a DH, uh, you know, in the offseason. Yep. And now they got some help here. So in case Buxton does not have the season he's hoping, they're covered. Uh, there is continuing to be much noise about the interview we did with uh, Joe Polad. Mm-hmm. Uh, understandable. I mean, a lot of people listen to this show. You get very excited about some of the great guests we have on. Every week. I heard it. There's a lot of buzz about what you say on our show. 
Well, I, I appreciate that. We Not, actually talked about it yesterday on your on our what, show. What, what you talk about on your show? So I will say this: like, I am sort of surprised that it's become such a big deal because uh, the twins said in November that they were reducing salary. Mm-hmm. And now if we're done, Dan Hayes is saying payroll is at about $129 million. So that's down about 30 mil from last year. Um, I don't know. Like baseball is the only sport that we obsess about the payroll. Do you know what the payroll is for the Timberwolves? We watch it in hockey because you run into caps. Yeah, and, and we watch it in football. Here we talk. We don't talk this. about the overall payroll. Like Twins fans talk about this like it's a, a meaningful metric. And, and the interesting thing is, is it's not a meaningful metric. That's what drives me crazy. We we had Chris Atterbury on yesterday, and we talked with him about the fact that, like, if you look at the two teams that were in the World Series last year, if I'm remembering, and I'm not gonna, I'm not going off my list, but I'm pretty sure Texas was like ninth, and Arizona was behind the Twins in terms of total payroll. You know, the top two were the Mets and the Yankees, who were nowhere near the World Series payroll and and salaries do not equal success in Major League Baseball anymore. They just don't. And so to get to be behind this, you know, this anger and this frustration that, oh, they're not paying more money. There's no reason to pay money and just to pay it. There's It's silly. It doesn't mean success in Major League Baseball. If you're spending it in the right way and getting the right guys and doing it wisely, then it works out. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I... I, I do think like it is you have a better shot if you have more superstars on your lineup. And if you have more superstars, you're generally going to be paying more money out. But you also have to be realistic. Like the TV contract mm-hmm. stinks. They lost uh, money last year. Attendance has been down. So like we'll see if if fans come out, maybe maybe there's more of a business case made to spend more money, right? Like, I don't know. I would argue, too, though, that just the team with the most superstars, again, doesn't always mean... It's no guarantee, but let's be... It's not a guarantee. Because if you're paying your starting pitcher... But if you're 30th in payroll, you're also guaranteed that you're probably not going to get it. You're probably not very good. Or you're probably on some really bad contracts, too. Right. Right. Yeah, so, like, while I agree that, like, paying the most money doesn't guarantee you anything... Paying the least money also doesn't give you a real good shot. Probably not. That's probably, I, I would agree that that's probably the case. Yeah. It's rare a team with the, the lowest salary cap actually makes a real run. But I think if I, and I historically, that even teams near the bottom third of, of Major yeah. League Baseball can make a playoff run. 
some of this is just like with no games happening, there's nothing else to talk about. And so yeah. this is what people are like. Well, and especially when the Twins had a fairly slow start to their hot stove season where they weren't really mm-hmm. making a whole lot of moves, that allowed people to obsess about this sort of thing. To your point, no, if you're the last place team in payroll, are you probably making the playoffs? No, the Twins aren't anywhere near the last place team in payroll. Right. So they're what? Yeah. They're about the middle about mid, 17. Right? Right, now, right now, they're below the average. Right. Mm-hmm. But slightly below the average. It's not dramatic. And I think last year they were 11th, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. By the time they were done adding, yeah, they were up. They spent a lot last season, and and I think, you know, fans, it's your right as a fan to be mad, and it's your right as a fan to make the Polad pocket protector jokes. But it's also like they got Correa last year. They kept Mm -hmm. Buxton. Like, they have spent money, so it's not really accurate. And made smart They've made smart contract moves, and that that to me that's what it Let's is. Let's see how you know? the team is. Let's see how it works out this year. Like these team, if everyone's healthy, if if if, but if everyone's healthy, uh, they're going to win the division. Yes, but they and and now they've put their money in places where even if they're not a hundred percent healthy, they have backups. Yeah. So I, I would caution people to not worry about keeping up with the Joneses in professional sports because you can get into that. And don't ask your how much your team is spending, but ask them how they're spending mm. it. And is it, are they doing it the yeah. right way? Because you can spend a lot of money in a lot of foolish ways. Look at Shohei Otani's contract. Like, that's just silly. They're going to be paying that for decades. That's probably not the smartest thing. But you're going to get him now. You're going to get him in his prime, and he's going to sell a lot of tickets. But in the end, is that really the smartest deal for that franchise? Well, time will tell. Gophers men's basketball team was giving us a little bit of like, they were giving long shot vibes. They were giving maybe last team in to the NCAA tournament. Uh, maybe. Some of this was wishful thinking, I think. But uh, it's over now after just getting <laughs> thrashed at Nebraska seventy three to fifty five. Like a win would have would have helped. Yeah, I, I, mean, I that, don't that know was, if they would have made it still, but like now, forget it. They they probably were not going to make it. I mean, they, they were they were far down in the Big Ten, and they really, you know, when when you get to that, we had Parker Fox on yesterday, and and they knew that to some degree, they they controlled their own fate, but they at the same time. You knew that you have almost zero margin for error. Yeah, and, you, and you to, need you need twenty wins at least. You do, and, and even and twenty need, wins. Yeah. Nebraska is now twenty and eight, and they're sort of a bubble team, aren't they? Probably, but they, there's no way, even what, with what the Gophers have put together this year, that they were a bubble team. They, I, I there was no way they were getting in the NCAA tournament without winning the Big Ten. There's just none, and yeah, you know that's a team. I agree on the way that you have to beat when you have teams like Illinois, Indiana, Northwestern, all still ahead to play. Those are tough teams. And that that was a win they had to have, and they didn't. Yeah. Uh, You know, this team has a ways to go. Like, big step forward this year, but... Huge step forward. Yeah. And and just to... I mean, give Ben Johnson credit. He absolutely... In one season, he... and, And coming off a season, which they were historically bad, he absolutely changed the culture mm. over yeah. there, and and Parker talked a lot about that, about the you know the confidence that this team is playing with, and the ability to bounce back when they need to, um, and and just to to play freer and play a better brand of basketball. They're just competitive this year, 
and and they were nowhere near competitive last year. Man, who do you cheer for in the girls hockey state championship when you have Hill Murray against Edina? Uh, I cheer for a good game. Yeah. I don't, that's a, I mean, I just a couple of underdogs, couple of upstarts, like just a lot of kids. You just hope like it's good to see them getting a shot. Good to get a shot in this world. There's some teams in that tournament. I'll I'll tell you what, the state high school hockey tournament, boys and girls for my money is just one of the the most enjoyable, fun atmospheres. It's rocking. The town's just empty. Even. Edina, you know, they, they do, and they go, and War Road, and all it's of them. It's great. It's so It's good. fun, and the kids get into it. It's a blast. So I, Good for way, Edina. I good for Edina. First, you know, they, they first don't state have title the most, since 2021. But they don't have the most. Did you know that? No, who has the most? Blake. The oh. Blake School has the most. Blake. Hate those kids. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but... Hate their yes, parents. They win. I hate their parents. Thanks, Dave. Just kidding. <laughs> I love them. I just jealous. It's just sheer envy. Making friends. Sure Welcome back. Andy. Yeah, that's right. See ya. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.